you're listening to The Ashley Lachlan Show. I'm Ashley, and I'm here to help you build a wildly successful and profitable business on social media. I created my own rags to riches story and built a seven-figure business on social media in the midst of motherhood, and my passion is helping other female entrepreneurs do the same. I'm sharing my best marketing, mindset, and sales strategies to help you love the process and scale your business to six figures and beyond. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I'm going to be talking about the trifecta, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, where you should be spending your time, where you should be posting, which platform has the most potential, what kind of content performs better on each platform, all of the things. So if you are a social media master, this might not be the best episode for you to listen to, but if you are like, I still have a lot to learn with regards to social media, marketing myself on social media, building my business on social media, making money on social media, then this is for you. Number one question I get is, where should I be posting? Should I pick one platform, two, three, all of them? Like, what should I do? And my answer is, you should be posting on all three of those platforms. You want to be omnipresent. You want people to find you and see you everywhere so that you are constantly at the top of their minds. It's like they can't get away from you. That is how you become memorable, how you build trust, and how you get people to buy from you. Nothing irritates me more. I'm talking about Facebook. I'm going to go on a little tangent here. But I will ask people I'm working with, you know, are you posting on Facebook, like your personal page or your business page? And they'll be like, no, I don't like Facebook. I don't want to use Facebook. And yet they're sitting here complaining about how they're not making sales. And I'm like, you have a free app that has billions of people on it and a really warm audience. Most people don't want to use their personal pages on Facebook. They're like, no, everyone on there is like who I went to high school with or people I know. Um, Yeah, those are the people who know you, like you, trust you, and would buy from you first. And you are too embarrassed. Your ego is getting in the way of you making sales. So you don't want to post about your offer or your business on your personal Facebook page where the people who know, like, and trust you, which by the way, are the ones who buy from you are there sitting and waiting. You're hiding this from them when they in reality will probably be the first ones to buy from you. So you can't sit here and complain to me that you're not making sales, that things aren't working when you are refusing to use a free app to market your business, a free app with a hot audience. And people immediately think, I'm just going to go to Instagram and I'm going to create a new Instagram account and I'm going to build that and I'm going to make all my sales and money over there. The deal with Instagram is that that is a cold audience. You are building an audience, but it takes time to warm people up. So sure, in three, six, nine, 12 months, people are going to start buying from you. Of course, you can expedite that. But the reality is that very rarely, it's not that it doesn't happen, but very rarely do people stumble upon your page and buy from you instantly, especially at the beginning. Now, as you progress in your business and you have a lot of content on your page and you kind of have a reputation and more followers and brand awareness and testimonials, then yes, somebody could fall on your page and binge your content, look at your testimonials and be like, oh my gosh, I'm hiring you, I'm buying from you right now. That could happen. But as a beginner, as a newbie with only a few posts out there related to your business and not much brand awareness, not many testimonials, That's just not going to happen. So you are building this Instagram platform and it's going to take time for you to grow followers, to warm them up and to convert them. 
your Facebook people are over here and they're like, hello, like I know you, I know you're not a scam, I trust you, I will buy from you, but you don't wanna post over there. You have a warm audience on Facebook, but you're too embarrassed to post over there about your business for whatever reason, because it's your business and you're trying to make money from it. You're willing to post on Instagram to strangers, but not to your Facebook friends who know you. It just makes no sense. Make it make sense to me. That was a little tangent there, but you cannot sit and complain that you are not making the sales or the money you you want to make if you are not showing up on every platform. These are free platforms. Imagine how difficult it was to build a business 10 years ago before, well, I don't know, I think that's more than 10 years ago when Facebook came around. I'm showing my age. I was in college. I, you know how millennials love to like flaunt that. Oh, I was one of the first people on Facebook. I had to use my college email address. Yes, I was one of those. And I'm very proud of it. But that was a really long time ago. So anyway, imagine how hard it was to build a business back in the day when you didn't have a free app to just go on, post, talk about your business and make money from. People had to put advertisements on billboards and in newspapers and magazines and mail things to people to their homes. And you can just show up on an app and post something and gain followers, gain trust, make money, and you don't wanna do that? It makes no sense, okay? So right now, check yourself. Are you actually showing up in all the places you could be showing up? Are you actually using all of the free resources and apps available to you to market yourself? Or are you sitting here being like, no, I don't want to use that. Those people aren't interested. How the F do you know? How do you know what people are interested in and not interested in? You don't know. So stop making assumptions and start posting everywhere. But if you're sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, Ashley, there's no way that I can create content for all of these different platforms. Like I'm struggling to create content for one. Don't worry, you can just repurpose it. So here's my advice for those of you who are just starting out or who are just, you know, in a season where things are busy and you cannot be creating content for three different platforms. This is what I do. Now, many experts are going to say this is wrong and you shouldn't do it this way. But listen, you have to acknowledge where you are in life and in business. Okay, right now I have four children who are young. I have a baby and you know I have two babies and it is just very, I, I don't have time to create new content for all the platforms, okay? And I don't wanna hire a team or somebody else to do that because then I have to manage them and give, it's just, no, I don't wanna do it. So what I personally do is right now I focus on Instagram. Instagram is my main money maker. So I create content for Instagram and I post my reels to Instagram. I do my stories on Instagram. And then I save those without the watermark. And there are different apps, different websites you can use to download videos from Instagram and from TikTok without the watermark, okay? You can just Google them. There's lots of different things you can, free options you can use. So I download that video and then I post it on my Facebook reels and then I post that same video on TikTok. So I give TikTok and Facebook absolutely no attention. I totally post and ghost. I'm just putting content out there because I want to start just building my page. I want you to think about this. If you were looking at two different chiropractors and you went to one chiropractor's website and they had nothing on their website, it looked really janky and really sketchy. And then you go to this other chiropractor and they have all of these articles and tips and videos and testimonials. Which one are you going to go with? You're probably gonna go with the one who has all of this content there that's proving that they know what they're doing and that they're legit and they've been doing this for some time. So that's the mindset that I have with those two other platforms. I'm posting content there just to build up 
my, you know, credibility. And then maybe in the future, when I have more time, I'll create content that's more specific to those platforms. But for now, I'm just putting it up there. Now, let me talk about TikTok. So TikTok, every single time I post a video, I get more followers. Now, these are not getting a ton of views. Um, You'll find that like 200 views is like the standard. And sometimes, you know, I'll get like a thousand views or a more, which is always a very exciting time. So I'm not a TikTok expert. I am not focused on growing my TikTok right now. I'm just putting content over there. But what's really exciting is that every time I post, I gain new followers. And I'm like, this is so fun. Whereas on Instagram, I feel like it's harder to grow. It's like you have to sell your soul to the devil to get the algorithm, to get people to follow you. But anyway, so TikTok, I have a lot of fun on. Now, so I post on TikTok. I don't really engage with people in my niche or do any of that kind of stuff. I just post and ghost. Now, TikTok is where I go for pleasure. So TikTok, I think, is the most misunderstood app because when I ask adults, like people that hire me or are in my my courses, you know, do you use TikTok? Are you on TikTok? They're like, no. And I'm like, well, you're really missing out because TikTok one is a really fun place. So for me, when I put my kids to bed and I'm like, oh, okay, finally, like now it's my time. I go on TikTok and I scroll TikTok because TikTok is freaking hilarious. The content that is shown to me, I mean, I really love their algorithm. They show me all this mom content of how moms are like, you know, losing their minds with their kids. And it's just, it makes me feel so normal. And I literally laugh out loud at these TikToks. It is so much fun, but I get so sucked in. I'm like, I cannot, I'm, I'm like addicted when I start. It's like a black hole. If you, if you know, you know, if you don't download TikTok and you will be sucked in once the algorithm really knows what you like, it's going to deliver the best content to you. And you're going to be laughing out loud, wanting to send them all to your spouse. Be like, oh my gosh, look, it's not just us. So anyway, I highly recommend it for many health purposes, I find that TikTok is not a place, at least the world in TikTok that I'm in, what they're showing me is not a negative space. It's a really fun, uplifting space. Now, the gurus, the experts say that TikTok should be top of funnel. This is where you can get the most views, the most information, uh, not not information, the most views, the most followers. And you want to use TikTok to create content. And then you want to funnel your TikTok followers to Instagram because Instagram is where you nurture and convert. So your Instagram stories is where you are going to show up and you're going to pitch your offer and sell your offer every single day. That is just a given. I agree with that. So you want to build your TikTok following, it's easier to grow on TikTok. You can get more views, more people on TikTok, and then you want to send them over to Instagram. And on Instagram is where you're going to have different content and you're going to be pitching in your story. So they say, the gurus say, this is not me saying this, you don't want to post the same content on every platform because people don't want to see it on every single platform. If they're following you on TikTok, they don't want to then go to Instagram and see it. I understand that reasoning. I do understand that that flow, but who the F has time for that to be posting all of these different types of content? Like maybe you do, I don't, okay? My reasoning is I'm gonna post the same content on all of these platforms so that if they don't see it on TikTok, they see it on Instagram. And if they don't see it on Instagram, they see it on Facebook. Wherever they are, I'm gonna pop up and they're gonna see me. And I do see a ton of people that I follow on 
TikTok that I then also followed on Instagram because I really love them. They post the same content, the same exact videos they're posting on both platforms. So you can take that guru advice of you have to create different content on each platform because people don't want to see the same thing everywhere with a grain of salt. I think I'm going to create the same, I'm just going to post the same content everywhere. One, because it's easy. Two, at least I'm creating that omnipresence. Three, if they don't see it on one platform, they're going to see it on another platform. And so what? If they saw it on Instagram and now they see it on TikTok, Oh, wow. They can just keep scrolling. So anyway, I highly recommend. I know most of you are women. You are around my age. Okay. We're not like spring chickens here. And I know that many of you are opposed to TikTok. I think because the news is like, oh, TikTok, you know, China and all the crazy stuff about TikTok. Get on TikTok, create an account, literally have fun with it. Start repurposing your content over there and see how fast you grow. To me, it is mind blowing. It is amazing. If you are serious about building your online business, I have just the place for you. It's the Making Millions membership, my new offer that is currently only $47 a month. It is designed to help you make sales daily, create hot content, and know what is working right now. We know that things change quickly in the online space, and what worked a few months ago isn't working anymore. So this is how I am going to tell you what to do each day in order to grow your business, make sales, and step into your million dollar self. This is a combination of sales, content, mindset, branding, and all the things that build a million dollar online business. You can get the link in the show notes and join us. Now let's talk about Instagram. So Instagram, I find it to be a little bit more difficult to grow. However, Instagram is, as I said, what I focus on primarily, that is my number one income source, primarily Instagram stories. So I post on my feed, I post primarily reels, sometimes carousels, and I show up in my stories almost every single day. If you haven't got my course, 100 Days of Stories, it's a mini course. They give you a training on how to show up in your stories, how to build that no like trust factor, the cadence that I follow in my stories to get people to watch and how I present my offers, but also share my lifestyle and get people to be very invested and want to keep coming back. Plus 100 Days of Prompts, Calls to Action, Talking Points, all that kind of stuff. The, the link is in the show notes so you can get that if you don't have it already. It's a very low ticket affordable offer and I have made literally millions from my Instagram stories so you definitely want to get this and learn how to rock your Instagram stories for me I post on Instagram and my feed posts usually direct people to the link in my bio to join something free that I'm doing in order to gain leads or to buy from me so whenever I'm hosting something that is a paid offer or a paid offer is available at that time, I'm directing people to the link in my bio or I'm directing them to follow and share. That is, those are always my calls to action. I do not care about getting a lot of comments on my posts. I don't care about having tons of engagement because I want people to go buy from me. I want them to share my posts so other people see it and then they start following me and then I warm those people up and then they buy from me. Oftentimes people are like, oh my gosh, you know, should I be focused on engagement? How do I get more people to comment? It shouldn't be how do I get more people to comment? It should be how do I get more people to go to the link in my bio and buy from me? How do I get more people to watch my stories so they begin to trust me and to keep coming back and watching me every single day? Now, the difference between Instagram content and TikTok. So Reels is basically a ripoff of TikTok. Let's be serious there. <laughs> um, but the difference between them, to the two of them is that 
Instagram still has this more curated, aesthetically pleasing feel to it. Now, the trend used to be on Instagram, everything should look like a magazine, the prettier, the better. And TikTok was more real and raw. And that's still kind of the case, even though many people say, you know, aesthetics don't matter on Instagram anymore. And I agree. I don't care about my aesthetics on Instagram all that much. I typically use kind of the same color palette, but I am not spending a ton of time curating a feed and making sure I have a pattern of my covers and colors and all that kind of stuff. Like, no, I ain't nobody got time for that. Okay. Content and your message is what matters, not the aesthetics thank God, nowadays. However, on Instagram, content that is prettier and more aesthetically pleasing and curated and filmed in a certain way, like with really good lighting and, you know, uh, from certain angles, that content typically performs better on Instagram. Whereas TikTok, it is very real and raw. And that's why another thing I love about TikTok is you can literally just record yourself on TikTok, you know, go live um, or just start recording and turn that into an actual TikTok that you're posting. Doesn't have to be live, but you know, you're posting it. And it doesn't have to be so perfect. Whereas with Reels, they still have to have this edge. That is the big difference I notice between Instagram and TikTok. So I see people create the same video, but in two different ways. One for Instagram, one for TikTok. Again, who has time for that? I don't. So I'm just going to create one. I'm going to create it for Instagram. So it's pretty. It's as pretty as I can get it. I don't use any professional equipment. I just prop my iPhone up and record myself. And then I just repurpose it on TikTok. But that is just something to consider. So Instagram is still just a little bit prettier and curated than TikTok. TikTok is more real and raw. I do love that TikTok, you know, you don't need to have a a cover for your TikTok. Whereas on Instagram, it's nice, not necessary to have a cover on your on your reels so that when people go to your profile, they see all of your cover images or when they click on the reels tab, it's all the cover images. You know, TikTok is just like whatever. It can be a hot mess and it's fine and acceptable. So for Instagram, I highly recommend getting on Instagram and using that, but knowing that it's, of course, going to take time. So hashtags are not meant really to be found anymore. In the past it was. Hashtags were how people would find you and follow you and all that kind of stuff. Now you use hashtags more so to categorize your content. Think of it as the Dewey Decimal System. You are telling the algorithm, this is what my post is about and this is who I want to see it. With that being said, on TikTok, it's the It's the text on your screen that is the Dewey Decimal System. That's what is telling the algorithm what your content is about and who it should be shown to. And if you go on TikTok and you go to one of your TikTok videos and you look at the top, there's going to be a search bar and there's going to be keywords in there. If TikTok detected keywords on your video and that is if people search for these keywords, your content is going to be delivered to them. If you are seeing, um, I don't remember what it says if it's not up there. If there's no keywords up there, it says something. Or like search content or something like that. That's what it says. But there's no keywords. That means TikTok didn't understand what your video is about. There was no words. There were no words on the screen to categorize it. And so it didn't categorize it. It didn't catalog it. It's not showing it to people who are interested in that specific topic. So that's something to consider on TikTok is make sure you have keywords on your video so that TikTok can figure out what your video is about, categorize it, show it to the right people. Now on Instagram, you're going to use hashtags in the, not the comments, the actual caption of your Instagram video. Okay. So in your caption, you're going to put hashtags up to 30 that are related to your topic. 
You don't want to use big ones. Somebody asked me this yesterday, like, oh, should I, the bigger, the better. No, the smaller, the better. The more niche down, the better. The more specific, the better. Because that is going to tell Instagram who it should be delivering this content to. And if you are choosing a hashtag that has a million views, you have no chance of being seen. But if you choose a hashtag that has 5,000 views and uses, you have a much higher chance of being seen. So Instagram is a great place for you to, one, attract new people through your content, use the right hashtags, get on the explore page, and then show up in your Instagram stories daily to build that trust and to be selling every single day. Sell every single day in your stories. That is so important. And again, if you need help with that, you can get my 100 days of stories. Lastly, let's talk about Facebook. So there's the Facebook business page, a Facebook personal page, and Facebook groups. How do you use all of them? So if you have a Facebook personal page, then use it. Again, this is your warm audience. Stop trying to hide from them. This is your business. If you're not proud of your business, then why are you even doing it? Let's just be honest, okay? That's just ridiculous. Now, if you have a Facebook business page or you're thinking about creating a Facebook business page, let me talk to you about that first. So I have a Facebook business page. I started it at the very beginning of my journey in entrepreneurship. So now it's like eight years. And what happened was at the time, I think Facebook pages were kind of new. They were relatively new. What happened was Facebook was realizing people were making tons of money off their platform and they were shutting people down. So I, at the time I was in network marketing and I heard all of these horror stories, literally knew them of people, like knew these people who their accounts got totally shut down from Facebook because they were running a business. They were making sales on Facebook. Facebook wanted everybody running a business to create a business page. But here's the caveat. It's free to create a business page, but Facebook isn't going to show that business page to anyone. It's never going to be seen unless you put advertising dollars behind it. And so that's what I did. I took a course. I learned how to create a Facebook business page, how to run Facebook ads. I spent $3 a day, every day. And so that was about $100 a month to grow my Facebook business page. And right now it's at 113,000 followers. And I can honestly say that I have made so much money off that Facebook audience. So, so much money. So $3 a day to build that page, 100% worth it. 100% worth it. But if you do not have the money to invest in advertising and promoting your page, that's what I would do. I would have like my page ads and I would deliver it exactly with the targeting and Facebook ads to who I wanted to follow me and who I knew would buy from me. I would run ads for my program, you know, ads for people to, I, I still do this um, when I'm hosting like a free masterclass, a free webinar, a free challenge, I will create an ad and I deliver it to a specific group of people that I target through ads manager. So I still use ads, okay? And I've, I've always used ads. I think ads are a great way to get in front of the right people without working harder. It's working smarter, not harder. And to me, it, you know, it's, if you can put in $1 and make two, three, five, then why the hell not, right? It makes no, it, it's just amazing. So I, I'll be honest with you. I just yesterday got a bill from Facebook ads, like my receipt. I spent $159 on ads for a free masterclass that I was doing last month. Okay. At the time, this was so Feb February of 2023. I spent um, $159 on these ads promoting this free class. And I made about $10,000, okay? $10,000 from running that free class, 
And, you know, of course, it wasn't all from those ads. I don't want you to think like, oh, I ran this ad and immediately got this money. No, I ran these ads to get the right people to sign up for my masterclass. And then I delivered these masterclasses, sent out a bazillion emails. Like there was a lot of work involved. Yes. But $159, that's a drop in the bucket compared to what I earned. So you always want to think like, what is the ROI and what is the potential ROI? If you think I'm just going to create a Facebook business page and I'll just use that because then my friends won't see me, nobody is going to see you. Nobody is going to see your page. You have to be willing to pay for ads. It's definitely pay to play. So if you're willing to spend some money on ads in order to get your content in front of the right people, then I, I say go for it. For sure, you don't have to spend a lot of money. But if you're not in that position or you don't want to do it right now, then I would not build a Facebook business page. Now, if you do want to run ads on Instagram, you do have to have a Facebook business page kind of linked. It prompts you to create one. That's just a whole nother story. But I wouldn't create a business page with the intention of building it if you're just gonna do it for free because it's really not gonna get seen by anyone. Now let's talk about Facebook groups. So you can create a free Facebook group and make it your community. And these are ideally your hottest leads. So really what you wanna do is you want to attract people on TikTok, on Instagram, maybe on Facebook, through ads perhaps, and you wanna funnel them to a free Facebook group. And in that group, you do weekly live videos or monthly videos or you know little trainings. So in my Facebook group, I started it in order to host a free challenge. I was about to launch a course and I was like, oh, I'm gonna host it in a Facebook group. Well, why not turn this Facebook group into my then free community that I can continue to nurture and then host things in? And so what I did in order to initially build this Facebook group was a giveaway. So I had people refer their friends or like share it with their friends and I said like, here's what's happening in this Facebook group. It's for female entrepreneurs. We're going to be talking about social media, mindset marketing. By the way, if you want to join the free Facebook group, the link is in the show notes. You can join. Um, And so I said, share this with as many people as you can. And then as people join the group, I had a question, you know, the the membership questions to get into the Facebook group. It was like, who referred you? How did you find this? And so I kept a tally and I had to manually do this. I actually hired an assistant to manually kind of keep track of everyone in a spreadsheet. Um, And the winner got a prize and at the time it was I offered money I think I offered like $250 or Apple iPods um, the ear ear pods whatever they're called I don't even know I have them on my desk right now but whatever the name is you know I was like you could have a brand new set of these or you can have cash and you don't have to it doesn't have to be such an elaborate gift for you it could be something very small like a Target or Starbucks gift card you know $10 $15 or a one-on-one call with you or you know it could be an exchange for service or something that you already offer for free and an offer that you already have so you don't think it has to be hundreds of dollars but I was like I want this to be a really big launch and I want to grow this group really fast so I'm gonna have a really big incentive and to me that that is a big incentive like $250 or the the ear pods um so that was how I got a lot of people to join the group quickly it was because people were referring other people in business and sharing it on my behalf so that took away some of the stress I wasn't the only one promoting it um so I hosted the free challenge in that group and then it pitched my course which then went really really well had a huge launch there and then after that I continued to do other like little mini free challenges Um, would post in there for engage, you know, having like community, like community building. So certain days I say, drop your Instagram handle below, connect with other people, 
or promote yourself, share your offer, tell us what you do. So throughout the time that I've had this Facebook group, you know, I've done different trainings in there, different free events, different challenges, and different community building uh, things in order to really create just like this community. And these are really, truly my warmest leads. Um, I don't post in there that often, I will be honest. Um, I could do a much, much better job, but again, you know, I can only do so much and that's the season that I'm in right now and you have to always be cognizant of what season are you in and what can you actually take on and how what does consistency look like for you on that platform. So anyway, creating a free Facebook community is a great way for you to have a place to go live and then pitch your offer, to provide value and then pitch your offers and to sell. So I do think that there is some benefit to doing that. Again, there is the challenge behind growing it and then continuing to facilitate. But having that group is a really great place to get leads and to continue to nurture them and to convert them and to to sell to them. So You can, again, repurpose your content, okay? Whatever you're posting, you can post it in that Facebook group, post it across platforms. Many gurus are going to tell you, no, you shouldn't do that. You should create different content for each platform so that people aren't seeing the same content. But if all you can do right now is repurpose, then repurpose because at least you're documenting, you're creating, you're leaving your footprint, you're getting followers, you're building that trust and you're giving people more opportunities to see you. You really want to create that omnipresence. So many people are afraid of being seen, you know, oh, you know, am I going to annoy people by posting too much or going live too much or posting too many reels or doing too many stories? And what you have to remember is it is incredibly hard to be seen in today's world. It is incredibly hard to actually get anybody to see your content so shift your mindset away from oh I I, you know I don't want to annoy people by posting too much to oh my gosh I got to do all the things to get people to see me right you literally have to be like outside standing naked waving flags I feel like that's the world we live in right now it's very hard to get seen so shift your mindset from I don't want to annoy people to I need to actually put myself out there because most people aren't even going to see what I post right the algorithm it really only delivers your content to about three percent of your followers and then it goes from there determines how it performs and then continues to pump it out from there so do not be afraid to post to put yourself out there to be on all the platforms and to repurpose your content another thing I want to talk about is mental health and how each app makes you feel and I think this is something that most people don't take into account and never consider so for me I said that I love TikTok. TikTok is just my favorite space to consume content because it's funny, it's entertaining, it makes me feel good. Now, Instagram is a completely different vibe for me. As I said, that is my main platform for business growth and where I make my money, but I do not go on Instagram for joy. I do not. And I think it's because I've curated, you know, I'm following competitors and people in the business space. Every time I go onto Instagram, my feed is other people in business or, you know, in related industries, niches. And I'm like, wow, that post is good. My post wasn't as good. Oh, they're posted three times today and I've only posted once. And oh, this person, they haven't missed a day, you know, and oh, here's this person again with this reel. And I wanted to post something similar and now she posted it. And it's like, even at my level, I've been at this for eight years. I still have those thoughts. I still struggle with that comparison. 
And so when I go on Instagram and all I see is competitors and other people, I immediately am like, they're better than me. That was more eloquent. Their graphic is better. They beat me to it. Um, and it makes me feel bad. Like I, I literally, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you, is it really drags me down. And it makes me feel like I'm not doing enough, that I should be further ahead, that, you know, that I suck. And so I don't go on to Instagram for fun. I don't go on to Instagram to consume content. I go on there and yes, when I see something and I, you know, it hits me and I, I like it and I agree with it, you know, of course I'll comment, I'll engage. And then, you know, I go on to make my posts. I go on to do my stories, but I am not on Instagram for just joy and pleasure. Maybe it's different for you based on who you're following and the hashtags you're using and, you know, what the algorithm is delivering to you. And maybe you do have a better, more joyous experience. But for me, I know that if I'm in a bad mood, I can't open Instagram. I know that if I go to Instagram, it will typically put me in a bad mood. But I use it for my business. But I'm very diligent about having my blinders on. I'm very good about just opening the app, making my post, engaging with some accounts, responding to my comments, the people who commented, engaging with them, doing my stories, and then getting off the app, okay? Facebook, my personal Facebook is all people that I know in real life. Like I went to high school with them. I went to college with them. I grew up with them. I know them as an acquaintance. Like, and so I go on to Facebook to really just catch up with people who I know. You know, I want to see their baby announcements and their pictures of their kids and uh, their wedding pictures and their anniversary and, you know, memories, nostalgia. So Facebook to me is a joyous place and it feels like more personal connection. So I don't go onto Facebook for pure entertainment. Like TikTok is entertainment. Instagram is business. Facebook is to just really like one, also neb and spy on people <laughs> to stalk them and be like, hmm, what's so-and-so up to, right? Someone will pop into my head that like I know from my childhood or school and I'll be like, oh, I wonder what they're up to. Let me go into Facebook and stalk them and see what they're up to because inevitably, you know, we're friends and oh, you know, they just posted or oh, they haven't posted in a long time, you know. So I like Facebook for that and I find joy in Facebook. It doesn't bring me down. I don't engage with, <laughs> I know there's a lot of craziness on Facebook um, and I can attest to this. So my personal business, not my personal business, my business page on Facebook has 113,000 followers. And a lot of these followers, I don't know, people share my posts and then um, they get in front of the wrong crowd, okay? And then I get like those crazy comments. <laughs> I feel like, you know, there's Facebook battles. There are keyboard warriors where people are like in their underwear in their mom's basement, you know, like they're trolls, they're like trash talking. And that seems to happen mostly on Facebook in my experience. And I haven't personally experienced that on my personal page or me, like I haven't actually ever engaged in a fight with someone on Facebook. I don't go to people's posts and engage, you know, um, with random fights. But on my business page where there's a lot of followers and people tend to share my content, I will see that keyboard warriors and crazy people are coming out of the woodwork and it just makes me laugh. So I don't pay attention to those. So for example, I post a vlog um, of my daily life and I do a lot of these vlogs because, and here's why I tell you I do these vlogs, I want people to see the realistic version of my life. Um, my house is a mess. My kids are crazy. I'm at home with four kids and I'm constantly sharing my lifestyle. I'm always saying like, create online courses. Let me teach you how to create online courses. Enroll in Course Launch Academy and I'll teach you. And then you can have this lifestyle where you have freedom. Like I don't work 
all day. I work a few hours in the afternoon every single day and that's all I do. The rest of my day is spent with my children. And so I want people to see the, that is my reality. Let me document it for you. Let me literally record my day so you can see what I'm doing and you know that I'm being truthful here. And I also want you to see that it's not perfect, that my kids are here and they're young and they're fighting and making messes and asking for snacks every three seconds and I'm about to lose my mind. And at first when I thought of doing these vlogs, I thought I'm going to make them very like aesthetically pleasing and trendy. And then on TikTok, I saw a family of four and they have four boys under five and they documented their morning and it looked exactly like my morning where milk was spilled everywhere and there were blowout diapers and kids were screaming and they were emptying their drawers and throwing their clothes over the you know the second floor railing down to the first floor and it was just utter chaos and I remember watching this TikTok and was like I feel like I'm watching my own life this is so entertaining and it feels so good to know that I'm not the only one I'm not the only one whose house and family life at home is like this yes I'm very blessed I'm very lucky to be at home with my kids all day and my husband but it is not easy and it's a lot of, you know, a lot of chaos. And I love, I appreciate the honesty here that they didn't make it seem like, look at us, we have our shit together. Like our family is perfect. Our house is clean. Our kids never make messes. They eat one meal and then they don't ask for another meal again, you know? And so many people portray this facades. They show up with this fakeness, their highlight reels on social media. And seeing that made me feel so good. Also, I've talked about Cecily Bachman on I think that's how you pronounce her name on TikTok. She just hit a million followers on TikTok. I'm like, I've so invested her. She has no idea who, no idea who I am. Um, maybe I'll reach out to her and see if she'll be on this podcast. Anyway, she did a TikTok and she showed her minivan. She has four small children. She showed her minivan of her cleaning it and it was a disaster. I mean, she had a garbage bag and she's like, here's a garbage bag for garbage and here's a garbage bag for stuff that needs to just go back in the house. It's not garbage. And both were completely filled after she cleaned down her minivan. And I was like, I just did this yesterday and mine looked exactly the same. Shit, I could have recorded that and I could have went viral like she did. And I was like, I so appreciate that she was honest and brave enough to put her minivan out there because the comments, oh my gosh, the keyboard warriors of like, that's embarrassing. You should be ashamed of yourself. You you should take some time to clean it, blah, blah, you know, all this BS. Like, okay, F you. Um, I like so appreciated her honesty of showing her van like that because I didn't. I was like, I cannot let people see this. Like, I am so embarrassed. Like, if a neighbor sees that this is what it looks like. And here she is showing it to the internet. And it, you know, it really helped me connect with her. So anyway, so I wanted to share these vlogs that really showed my authentic life. And those have done so well, again, of building that connection with people, of letting people see what and who I really am and, and helping them feel like they are not alone. I have no idea how I got down this path of talking about vlogs and relatability, but let me quickly just talk to you about captions. So on Instagram, you can still have a longer caption. Of course, you need a hook. That first line is going to get people to read. Very important. Um, or you could create a carousel with 10 images. And most people are doing this where instead of writing a long caption, it's just all of what they would have written in a caption is in a carousel. People can swipe through. It's more digestible, um, you know, shorter, a, a little bit of information on each slide for 10 slides. TikTok, people don't read the captions. Okay, so whatever message you want to convey, it needs to be on the video itself or a very short caption in 
you know, a very, very short caption. So condense it. So what I do is I create my video. If I'm going to do a video, I'll create the video. And I've talked about in a previous episode, make sure you listen to the other episode about how to create content. Content is queen. Right now, B-roll is very popular, like recording your everyday mundane life and then putting text over the screen. So what I do is I will record that video. I'll make the video. And I won't put any text on it. I use the app InShot. Typically, it's free InShot to do this, to, you know, splice together my clips, make it, you know, more engaging. And then I will upload it to Instagram and I'll add the text, you know, whatever I want on Instagram and typically have a longer caption. But then I'll take that video that has no text and I'll upload it to TikTok and I'll add more text to that video on TikTok because I know people aren't going to read the caption. Or I just, I, I, if, you know, I'm pressed for time, I just take the, tic, the the Instagram reel that I uploaded with the text. Because another thing is that the apps like when you use their native tools. So TikTok doesn't like when you just upload a video and post it. They want you to upload it and use their text and use their features and use their filters and use their sounds and all that kind of stuff. And Instagram's the same way. They want you to upload it and add all of their features in Instagram. But again, You don't have time for that. So sometimes I will just create for Instagram. I save it without the watermark and then I post it to TikTok as is Um, and oh well. But I have to edit my caption because my Instagram captions are always longer and I can't post that much on TikTok. So I have to really refine it and only put the most important information in there. Same with Facebook Reels. The captions in Facebook Reels, you cannot format. You cannot have line breaks and spaces. And it drives me insane. I'm like, Facebook, when are you going to get with it? When are we going to be able to like format these captions? So at the time of recording this, it's just like one big effing paragraph, which really irks me. But I also have to edit my caption for Facebook because I have to make sure that it's shorter, that, you know, I can't have bullets or line breaks. So I have to edit it for there. So that's a little bit of extra work. But I always create for Instagram. And then I remove things, cut the fluff and edit to make things simpler for Facebook and TikTok. So there's a little bit of you know info on captions for you. But my point of this episode is if you are sitting there and you are not having the success you want to have in your business, I want you to ask yourself, am I actually showing up enough? Am I showing up in all the places that I could show up? Am I really creating content for my ideal client? Am I being authentic and being relatable or am I trying to be somebody I'm not? Okay. So get on the platforms, repurpose your content. If that's what you have to do, if you can create content for all of the different platforms, then good for you. You can go do that. Absolutely. That'll, that'll help you blow up faster. But at least at the very minimum, just repurpose your content so that you can be on every platform. You can be seen. You can be top of mind. It is so hard to be seen today because of the ads and all of the people that are on social media now. Most people are afraid. They're like, oh, you know, I'm going to annoy people. But no, you literally have to be like outside standing, waving flags (laughs) naked in order to get people's attention nowadays. So be on all the platforms, post, don't worry about annoying people and be there, be your authentic self, be who you really are and just go do it. Thanks for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Get out there and make those money moves.